What, what is it that's special about Ponce Inlet? Well, it's, the it's Shark Attack Capital of the World. <laughs> the shark Attack Capital of the World! What? <laughs> but they said they're not there. They won't kill you. They're just going to take little oh, chunks. Right, right. They don't generally kill you. <laughs> they just take a chunk and, and leave. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. If you are new, welcome, hello, and thank you for joining us. My name is Amber Archer, and with me as usual is my husband. The husband of husband and wife team. Mark Archer. That's my Mark husband. Mark Archer. <laughs> the husband sitting behind his microphone. Oh, stop. Anyway, so we have a lot to talk about. So this is a conversational uh, podcast, conversational mm-hmm. show, where we show, uh, just share the behind the scenes of... Faith, family, and filmmaking. We have a lot going on right now, and I am excited to catch everybody up because the last, let's say, all of January basically felt like we were gone, and Mm -hmm. so we have some catching up to do. We spent a week in Texas collecting interviews in which, if you go back a couple of podcasts, you can hear Monica Klein, who was a former Planned Parenthood sex educator. who Mm -hmm. Very good interview. Awesome interview. That one's not up yet, but we did do a pre-interview with her that we did post um, Mm -hmm. several episodes ago. And then Carol Ayala, phenomenal. Um, These are are all people who are in The Mind Polluters. They're all in the movie The Mind Polluters that we're currently working on. And Audrey Werner. And Audrey Werner. You had her on a month and a half ago. Right. It was National Security Issue. Yes, National Security Issue. She's also in The Mind Polluters. She's... Um, and what is what is a national security issue we have right now? Morality. Morality. The lack of it. Oh, my word. And kind of leads into some of the things that we're going to talk about. But first, we just wanted to catch everybody up. Thank you guys so much. Those of you who have sent in donations to support this ministry, we truly could not do it without your help. And together, I am just so excited. Together, we are making a difference. This movie is being made as we speak. It is. So we were in Florida the last week of January to pick up an interview with Alex Newman. And for those of you who may not know who Alex Newman is, he is an award-winning international journalist. He's an educator, an author, and a consultant who co-wrote the book Crimes of the Educators, How Utopians Are Using Government Schools to Destroy America's Children. Okay, stop, because I just finished this book. I cannot recommend enough for everyone to Mm -hmm. read this book, Crimes of the Educators. If you can find a copy, because they're apparently hard to find. Well, I I did find a copy, and Alex did say, because we talked to him, and he did say that the publisher, he did just get somebody where they're in paperback now. Okay. So they are available. So I will find a link for that for you guys and leave it in the descriptions below. Um, But he's also the executive director of Public School Exit. We keep talking about this over and over and over again. I don't know how many more examples we can show of what is actually happening in the public government-run schools. Mm-hmm. People need to get their kids out. This is dangerous. Yeah, it really like, is. It's it's when we talk about a moral issue, you know, because the mind polluters is about the comprehensive sex ed and social emotional learning. These are these are just more symptoms of the bigger moral problem Mm -hmm. in the public school system. You remove God and everything related to Judeo-Christian values, and it's a swamp. I think the most fascinating thing about Crimes of the Educators, and and you were reading it even while we were on our way to Florida, reading 
quite a bit of it out loud to me uh-huh. as we're driving through, you know, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia's a long state. Um, and I think the thing that I took away from the book, I haven't read the whole book uh, like you have, but that and sitting through Alex's interview, when people say we need to fix the broken education system, his point is so poignant. You can't fix something that's not broken. And what does he mean by that? It's not broken. The education system is doing exactly what it was designed from the beginning to do. Right. And it's awful. And so in the the case that the the film will make goes along with that mm-hmm. is that this is all by design. You should definitely read that book. It's funny because I, I remember when, when he came in for the interview and you had a hardcover yeah. of Crimes of the Educators that you got on Half Price Books. Yeah. <laughs> and you asked him to sign it. Yeah. And he looked at you and he looked at the book and he said, where did you get this? <laughs> <laughs> Secret squirrel stash. Because it's a rare, a rare thing to have a hard copy. So. Well, well, we've talked about it, you know, because I started reading it a couple weeks ago. And to finally get through it all, because it's a thick book. Yeah. I mean, there's 31 chapters. There's there's so many um, references that they have in the book that you can go and look up for yourself. I mean, and, I, and I've done so much of that highlighted, uh, you know, so much throughout it, just because it is so informational mm-hmm. and mind boggling. And, and it all makes sense. Yeah, it all makes sense. And you, it's like, as soon as as soon as Alex came in, and we sat down and started the interview, and I just had to tell him, reading that book is like walking around eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it all for what it is. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't recommend it enough. But anyway, and mind boggling really is, uh, I think, describes what the mind polluters is going to be when it's done. It already is a mind blowing film. Yeah. But when it is done, I I can't even tell you we haven't even gotten through all of the some of the other interviews that we have yet to collect are just going to melt your brain. Yeah. The people that are involved in this and how broad this battle is yeah. is just staggering mm-hmm. so so but it's so it is so interesting and i just i love and you know the lord gives us each a job to do mm-hmm. and i think it's so fascinating um because we've never traveled as a family you know since we've been together since we've been married because we had dogs we had dogs <laughs> and we never went anywhere for, you know our dogs all passed away when they were 13 mm-hmm. and you know, this is going on our second year of not having any animals in the house. So being able to pick up and go with our family has been such a different season of life. And and, and for those of you who may have missed in past episodes when I talked about our dogs, we were dog people to <laughs> totally, the extreme. Totally we, had dog f- we had five dogs. Yeah. A Great Dane, a Lab Pit mix, a mm. Lab Rot mix, German short-haired pointer, and a Australian Shepherd. That's right. That was our crew. That was our crew. A motley two, crew. It two was. of them were rescues and three <laughs> were our originals. Yeah. So that, so that was fun. But it's just, it's so amazing to get out and to meet all of these different people who are mm-hmm. working for the Lord. I mean, you just see, you know, we're all one body in many parts and everybody doing their part. Yeah. And it's so amazingly awesome, I think, just for us to be the storytellers and to to bring all of these people together to show you exactly what's happening. The the thing too about, you know, we talked about how when our our backgrounds combined, we're pretty good at seeing through 
malarkey. Yeah. Right. It's the kind way of saying it. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we can smell it a mile away. Yeah. And everyone that we're dealing with on the mine polluters and, and on Inwood Drive too, there's, there's nothing pretentious about, there's nothing mm -hmm. fake about these. These are, these are people that are just, they're standing in their purpose and mm -hmm. they're doing their thing for the Lord. And I think about our interaction with Alex and after the interview, and then he said, oh, I've got other, you know, video clips and resources and that just stop by the house, you know, while you're still here in Florida. <laughs> yeah. So we went to his house and we met his kids and we met his, his then very, very, very pregnant wife. <laughs> <laughs> she was overdue. She was overdue. Congratulations to the Newman you know, family. <laughs> they have baby number five. And, uh, you know, and it just, there's nothing, there's nothing fake about right. Alex or anybody that we've dealt with. They're just, but they're just extraordinary people standing in their purpose for the Lord and right. doing their thing. They're not, there's, there's no false pretenses there. Unlike, God. unlike what you deal with when you're doing, you know, movies, if you will, yeah. where everybody's trying to put on an image all the time. Well, it always reminds me and I, and I'm always reminded of, of the line, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. Mm -hmm. And you see that through and through with everybody that we deal with. So anyway, Florida adventures, it was fun because being able to take our girls along with us. And so it's a work trip, but then we get to stay a few extra days and do fun things. Right? Yeah. So, uh, you want to tell people about the dolphins? That was exciting. That was exciting. So we stayed on, um, Ponce Inlet mm -hmm. and there was a park just around the corner from where we were staying and it, it met up in in the the water but there were several dolphins that were swimming right so if you're not familiar with florida so ponce inlet is on is just down the road from daytona beach which right. is on the east coast so you're on the atlantic ocean side mm -hmm. of florida okay go yeah. ahead so so it was fun to take the girls over and see dolphins in their natural habitat that's right so we were we were hiking through this <laughs> yeah this preserve preserve and and there was a guy walking his dog and we were talking to him and he said he's real you know you could tell local people because he he's real nonchalant yeah well there's a dolphin over there and there's a i think there's a sea turtle and we we're like dolphins sea turtles what we gotta go see them so we, went over, <laughs> so we went over and we saw the dolphins yeah and they were just fun. they were hanging out yeah by the boats then Alex shared a bit of tidbit of information <laughs> with us about about Ponce Inlet. That it is what what is it that's special about Ponce Inlet? Well, about it's, the wildlife? it's Shark Attack Capital of the World. <laughs> the shark Attack Capital of the World. <laughs> what? So we're like, girls, you're not getting in the water, and they didn't even want to go in the water. What? <laughs> But they said, but they said they're not there. They won't kill you. They're just going to take little chunks. Right, right. They don't generally kill you. They just take a chunk and, and leave. Oh. oh, okay. I think I'll go back to Indiana now. Thank you for that tidbit. <laughs> Alex, I appreciate that. I wasn't going in the water anyway. I uh, didn't know that going in. Um, no, but a fun thing. A fun when on our way down to Florida, though, we mm -hmm. passed by the Ark in Williamstown, yes. Kentucky, and so we got to see it from the highway. Now we visited the Ark Encounter two years ago, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. I mean, we went as a family. We loved every minute of it. It is incredible to see the Ark, the size and scope of it in person. And I would highly recommend anyone who has the chance to go, to go. 
Um, but to see it from the highway, and then we stayed at a condo that was directly on the beach at the ocean, and to see the ocean and to hear it and to, mm. you know, just the energy that comes with it. And all I kept thinking about was, oh my gosh, we were we were on the fifth floor, and I was trying to think, wow, the waters rose mm-hmm. <laughs> rose up here, and how small the ark must have looked in the ocean. Yeah. But how large it is in person when you're standing right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's really incredible. And just you're just in awe of, of the Lord and and everything. And you could get a real feel for how noisy mm. the flood event must have been. Oh, yeah. just, if you've ever stood at the ocean and just the constant noise. There's nothing quiet no. or calm about it. It's no. just a constant roar of the tide. Yeah. And it was really incredible. Really, yeah. really changes perspective on things. And it was it was fun to get a new perspective. Mm-hmm. So but also we got to uh, go up in a lighthouse. The Ponce Inlet Lighthouse yes. was really cool. Really amazing. If you have a chance to go see it. And, and <laughs> it was course, 200, 230 steps to the top. Right. There's no elevator or anything like that. It was built in the 1800s. And I found it really fun that about halfway up. Um, not halfway you're probably like five flights from the top okay so you're on and and so you know you go up a flight of stairs and then there will be like a little landing little area. landing and then you can you can kind of rest and then there's another flight of stairs and you do this about 10 times right and <laughs> at one of these and next, we're huffing and puffing and huffing really, and puffing realizing how out of shape we are right and at one of these and they'll have these little plaques you know Little tidbits of history. And at one of them, there's this little plaque with a tidbit of history. Towards the top. Towards the top. Let me read it. I took a picture of it. This plaque reads, Death of a Keeper. That makes you want to keep going, doesn't it? Joseph B. Davis, 1860 to 1919, served here from 1914 to 1916 as second assistant keeper. And he returned in 1918 as first assistant. At 5.30 p.m. Sunday, October 26, 1919, while climbing these steps to light the lamp, Davis Davis suddenly suffered heart failure and died. I can tell you at that point, we were standing there reading it, and I felt like my heart was like going to beat out of my chest. I was panicked. Fun fact for you. Somebody died right here trying to do exactly what you're doing. Keep going. Uh, and mind you, I have our two-year-old on oh, my back yeah. because of the stairs. So, so that was that was fun. That was fun. That was a neat neat piece of history. That it and was the an sharks, experience. That and the shark attacks. That was cool. Thanks for that, Alex. Um, oh, and, but hey, don't yes. forget about. I'm sorry, you guys. We are like packing in our <laughs> trip for you guys because it was really exciting. Heart attacks, shark attacks. <laughs> No, and now and now on to the the Cuba the boats the refugee boats. Oh, the, yeah, 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 the boats. Yeah, they have a collection of refugee rafts, mm-hmm. the makeshift rafts Make, for people yeah. to come over here. So we had a nice talk with our kids, a history lesson mm-hmm. on communism and all things that go along with that. Yes, it's it's so great that people will get onto these rafts and, and cl- die. cross that ocean and die on these rafts trying to get away from it because communism is such a great idea. So, But that's what they're teaching in the government schools. Right. Mm. But one last thing I want to add about our travels is that we developed a new appreciation for Love's Travel Plazas. (laughs) Now, if you're not familiar with Love's, Love's is... 
this is not a paid ad. This is like the <laughs> the Walmart of truck stops. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> well, so I, it could be a little nicer. I mean, they're a little nicer than Walmart. Well, they're not. I mean, they're, 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 they're well maintained and, you know, so, but, you know, nowhere else can you get gas, uh, a Big Mac, maybe a Subway sandwich, use the potty. Shower. You can, you can take a shower if you uh-huh. want. You can buy a CB radio. Uh-huh. And best of all, they also sell medieval weapons. Oh, I was going to say sticks, the stick ponies. The girls, every time we went in, they were always right stick there in the ponies bathroom. <laughs> and medieval weapons. Okay. Like, so the last one that we stopped at, I was entranced with <laughs> medieval shields. What? Yes. Oh, I missed these. They were right next to the CB radios. And I thought... <gasps> I'm coming back here because I'm going to get that CB radio and that shield and maybe a stick pony. And I'm going to joust people in the parking lot. Breaker, breaker, one, nine. I'm coming after your Kenworth. Yeah. Oh, my word. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. What else do we have today? Travel plazas. (laughs) Trust me, it's worth the trip. Aren't you guys guys glad you joined us today? (laughs) But hey, I love catching everybody up because you guys are so awesome. I mean, you help make this happen, even through the craziness. So what else do I have on my list? Lessons from the Matrix. I got you to watch the Matrix the other night. Oh my gosh, you guys. So if, if, I'm sure... I don't know how many people listening have actually watched The Matrix. It's an older movie now. It's, it's over a movie. 20 years old. Keanu Reeves. It came out in 1999. The year I gra- graduated high school. Yeah. You graduated high school and I bought my sports car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is still in the garage. So The Matrix is an interesting film. So it's not really, I don't really recommend it as a family film. It's, no. it's a It's a sci-fi action film. It was one of those really groundbreaking films in cinema. This it was, probably was for its day, but I think the most fascinating thing for me, because I've never actually watched it, is everybody references it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always somebody, even when I listen to nationally syndicated shows, mm-hmm. somebody is always referencing The Matrix. And I'm like, what are they talking about? Well, and and what's interesting about that and what we've talked about is that the the power of films and and music, music lyrics to, to so perfectly encapsulate culture, mm-hmm. you know, in, in scenes of dialogue and that where they, uh, the, the matrix is so applicable to what we're living in today. I mean, was- we say all the time, the matrix isn't real. And when we're talking about that, we're <laughs> talking about people that need to unplug from their life online. Yeah. Unplugged from social media, that is the matrix. It's this false reality that everybody seems to want to live in. Well, and and how fascinating, like now, Mm -hmm. with cancel culture going on. I mean, everybody's getting canceled. So what's... (laughs) Focus on the family just got canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here here we go. I get focus on the family. Here's one of my... my, So this is from uh, WorldNetDaily, WND.com, Twitter... Our buddies at Twitter. Uh, our favorites. Right. Saviors of the universe. Twitter suspends major Christian group on mind-boggling grounds. It's not just President Trump and the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, who are facing the wrath of Twitter in recent days. I faced the wrath of Twitter. I, uh-huh. I made the mistake of reposting something that they didn't like. 
I got suspended for 12 hours and then I can't, then I canceled them. Yeah. Uh, now the social media giant has suspended focus on the family, an influential Christian based family organization. The supposed crime, it's daily citizen publication stated factual information regarding the biological sex of Rachel Levine, president Biden's assistant secretary for health at the department of health and human services. Okay. And so let me just say, and this is why get off of social media, stop watching mainstream media. And if there are organizations that you know, love and trust, you need to get on their mailing list and you need to just follow them directly because this is this is not going to get better. Right. And just just a short brief. If you're not on our mailing list, we just sent out a monthly newsletter yesterday. So if you haven't, you can text if you're on your phone, text we are fearless to 22828 and you can sign up for our monthly newsletter. Or you can sign up online at fearlessfeatures.org. Right. Um, okay, so back to this. You ask, what was the offending information? Yes. That they, and if you haven't seen a picture of Rachel. And we'll have to go back to the Matrix. Right. Okay, yeah. For this, <laughs> this along is, with this. Rachel's a dude. Okay. The tweet, the offending tweet, quote, Dr. Levine is a transgender woman. That is a man who believes he is a woman. For that, they were suspended. Folks, get off of Twitter. Get off of Facebook. You don't need them. Yeah. They need you. You don't need them. The What do we say? Back to the Matrix. The Matrix isn't real. Twitter, Facebook, that's the Matrix. It's this false reality. Yeah. Instagram. Don't, yeah. Instagram. These, get off of those. Yeah. You don't need them. Oh, my word. But the guys who made the Matrix. Oh, So yes. let's go there because well, I didn't know. Yeah. So this is a funny story because I have uh, I have a, 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 an original copy of the Matrix on DVD. Mm -hmm. And if you just as a technical aside, if you still have a lot of DVDs and you think, hey, I don't really, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather watch it streaming because it looks better. You know what? For about $90, if you go and get yourself a Blu-ray player, mm -hmm. get yourself uh, like a, a Sony Blu-ray that has 4K UHD upscaling, it makes your old DVDs look stunning. Yeah. You know, you've got that nice 4K TV. Just get yourself that Blu-ray player and all of your old DVDs have new life. Because Christmas it, was good to Mark. It he really, got it really a makes <laughs> quite a difference. So... That being said, I have a DVD of The Matrix. Mm -hmm. And as I was loading it up, I said, this this one is soon to be outlawed because it has the original credits in it, yeah. direct, written and directed by the Wachowski brothers. And what did you learn about the Wachowski brothers? They both are now transgender, so they <laughs> are both women. Lana and Lily. Lily, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, my word. Yeah. So, well, what was fascinating about the Matrix? Sorry to go back to that, but I think what I was fascinated by was all of the use of biblical terminology. Yes. There was a woman named Trinity in it. Mm -hmm. They were trying to get to Zion. <laughs> they were waiting for the one. I mean, the one who would restore order to the Matrix. Yeah. And what was the name of their ship called? You remember that? Uh, Nebuchadnezzar. The Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. And if you don't know, 
we'll, we'll have to talk about the story of Nebuchadnezzar. But Nebuchadnezzar was one of the most wicked kings of Persia. Mm. And Nebuchadnezzar came to Christ. Mm. The Lord... The Lord sent this madness on him, and he he turned he was into, like an animal. He he lived like an animal mm-hmm. for I think seven years. I think so. I think he that's right. Said Bye. his hair was so long it was like eagle's feathers, and his nails were real. He he and he and he ate grass. Mm-hmm. He turned. He went insane, and then he finally came to his senses and acknowledged the Lord, and then the Lord restored him. Mm-hmm. The Nebuchadnezzar. And it's fascinating that these two guys, these two brothers, who are now transgender, who are now just completely lost that they wrote this and directed this film that is so full of whether it's intentional or unintentional. My guess is if you were to look into their histories that they have a background in, in church at some point, we've talked about some of the most profound artists out there who do some of the most damaging things to, to Christian faith through the arts are people who came up through the mm-hmm. through the the church. Katy Perry, Axel Rose, Axel Rose, <laughs> Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Manson, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are all people that they they know. They're the ones that can that know where it hurts the most because they came up that way. Yeah. And so uh, my guess is that that Larry and Andy probably have a background. They're from Chicago. Yeah. They probably have a background in in church. So anyway. I have an interesting thing here that I wanted to read. Um, The story of a Vietnam War veteran, the Stockdale Paradox. September 9th, 1965 was a life-changing day for James Stockdale. It was the day that his Douglas A-4 Skyhawk was shot out of the sky, forcing him to eject to save his own life. The North Vietnamese captured the American admiral that day, but little did they know then that they would take in a very, very troublesome prisoner. They detained Stockdale at the Hao Prison, okay, the infamous Hanoi Hilton. He soon established communications among the American prisoners of war and a code of rules to organize the prisoners and boost their morale. When the abuse of American POWs reached a climax in 1969, Stockdale was selected by his captors as a trophy for their propaganda. Knowing that he wouldn't be paraded if he was disfigured, he cut his own scalp with a razor and then beat his own face with a wooden stool, foiling his captor's plans. After Stockdale found out that several POWs had been tortured to death, he slit his own wrists to show that he would rather die than capitulate to his captors. From that night on, the practice of torturing American POWs stopped in the facility. Stockdale finally returned home to the U.S. in 1973, after seven and a half years in prison. In 1976, he was awarded the Medal of Honor for his heroism. This is where it gets interesting. Once, Stockdale had invited Jim Collins, a management scholar, out to lunch. Collins asked Stockdale about how he persevered while in Vietnam. Quote, I never lost faith in the end of the story replied Stockdale. I never doubted not only that I would get out, but also that I would prevail in the end and turn the experience into the defining event of my life, which, in retrospect, I would not trade. Collins then asked about the kinds of people who didn't make it out of the Hanoi Hilton. His response? The optimists. And then Stockdale explained. Oh, they were the ones who said, we're going to be out by Christmas. And Christmas would come and Christmas would go. 
Then they'd say, we're going to be out by Easter. And Easter would come, and Easter would go. And then Thanksgiving, and then it would be Christmas again. And they died of a broken heart. Mm -hmm. After a moment of silence, Stockdale finished his thought. This is a very important lesson. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. Hmm. And I thought that was interesting because I think we're all still feeling this, mm -hmm. this uh, confusion and letdown because there were so many rumors that that went around that, that this is all going to change and just, you know, just wait, just make yourself some popcorn. It's all going to happen. And mm -hmm. it didn't. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it as it was happening and said, you know what? I want to believe that this is going to get better. And I, I can't claim to know everything that's happening, but you have to live in the reality of what's actually before you. Right. It, we continue to go back and say, our hope is in the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, not here with, with man, right. because our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the principalities and the rulers of the dark world. Yeah. And it's so, it's so important to remember that, that not losing hope in the ultimate outcome, the Lord's told us what the ultimate outcome is. Oh, uh, the Lord wins. The Lord wins. <laughs> I've read the end of the book. And if you are a believer, if you are sealed in him as a believer, saved by Jesus Christ by faith, then you will be with him in the end and watch him finally defeat all of this evil. Mm -hmm. If you are not a believer, then this is a terrifying thing to see mm -hmm. because what <laughs> was my favorite billboard that we saw on the way back and forth to Florida? It said, oh, about the it said, it? It said uh, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And then in the bottom, even the Democrats. Yeah. And I just laughed. I thought, and that, what that is, is it from, from the Bible, it says every knee will bow and every, every tongue, tongue confess confessed. that Jesus Christ is Lord. In the end, every knee will bow to him and every mm -hmm. tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know what? And let me just, before we end, um, I think you, it just reminded me while we've been out, you know, crisscrossing the nation mm -hmm. um, and still have more travels to go. It's been really interesting to see. We've seen massive crosses along mm -hmm. the highway. There are there's billboard after billboard. I think so often, especially right now with the coronavirus and so many of us are are locked inside or don't want to get out. You tend to feel very alone and secluded. And boy, is that ever the enemy's plan? Yes, it is. Because you can begin to doubt. I mean, just Oh, my word. Mm -hmm. But it's so amazing to get out and see. I, I look at these things and as I as we pass by and I always think and there's someone standing in their purpose. When I see something along the roadside, you know, with these big crosses in people's yards and these signs that said, you know, Jesus is the way people who we are all one body and many parts. And you can see all of these people and the different things that the Lord has called them to do. And it's just really amazing to see. Mm -hmm. We're not alone. The Lord is here and, and with, there are so many of us, really. <laughs> yeah. So never, ever forget that what you're seeing happen right now is, it's absolutely 
it's absolutely supernatural in in everything that you see. The Lord is fully in control. And mm-hmm. this is not this is not about Republicans and Democrats. No it's not about way. conservatives and liberals. Nope. This is about good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has already told us in the Bible that this is going to happen. He said, in the last days, things will go from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. And we have been watching that for decades, it, and it accelerates every day lately. It seems to accelerate more and more and more. And I don't think the Lord's finished with us yet. I don't think that the Lord's finished with <laughs> us yet. But, We've got work to do. But the, we can take hope in knowing that this is not... This is a battle of good versus evil, and that's why. I take hope in seeing as bad as it gets, I see that as a, even more and more of a fulfillment of the Scripture. The yep. Lord told us it was going to get this this bad, yeah. and the worse it gets, the closer it is. This world is not all there is. Right. There, right. <laughs> there's an eternity waiting for each one of us. You decide. So with that, we are continuing to move forward with the mind polluters, and... We have been praying about it and really feel like this film is one that's going to have to go on tour. Mm-hmm. So if you know if your church or organization has the capacity to hold a large screening for people, contact us. You can send us an email at Mark and Amber at fearlessfeatures.org. We would love to start getting those contacts made now so that we can, when this film is done, start bringing this to the churches, to the communities. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to know we have got to save our children, save the youth. This this is a film that will move communities. And it's not because Mark and Amber are making it. Oh, no. It's because of the information in it is so, so staggering mm-hmm. uh, that you, you're not going to be able to contain yourself once you know all this information. Yeah. And in the meantime, if you have a church or a pro-life organization that is interested in doing a screening of Inwood Drive, mm-hmm. we would love to talk to you about that. Yep. Um, if you uh, if you are interested in that, you can email us, Mark and Amber at fearlessfeatures.org. We would love to uh, talk you through the options for that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have it. You know, there's a possibility that we could that we could come and be part of your event. Yeah. That film was made to be something that would energize the pro-life base and to show get them you, out. And show you exactly how things were done without the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. without the presidency. These things happened. They were able, this community, Fort Wayne, and the Allen County, Indiana community was able to get the abortion doctor out of their community and his license was revoked from Indiana for good. Yeah. And by the way, this was all done. George Klopfer was shut down under the Obama administration. That's right. So don't lose hope. Yeah. I know that this. It was thing, a battle, but it's worth fighting. Yes. And I know things are bad now, but watch Inwood Drive. Yeah. <laughs> there is hope. And remember when you're watching Inwood Drive that this all happened under the Obama administration. Yeah. So. So with that, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you for listening to our update and adventures and this ministry. We are excited about these short-term missions trips, I want to call them. And we have more of those. So if you guys would like to help support this effort and support um, the Mind Polluters, the film, please, we need your help. We can't do this without you. 
And we just appreciate each one of you. You can go to fearlessfeatures.org to learn more about the mind polluters and share your support. Thank you all. Have a wonderfully blessed day. We will talk to you again on Thursday.